This is MJ Acosta from the NFL Network, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. Lemon City Live is brought to you by Magic City Highlight. Magic City's 2020 season started on May 1st and will run through the end of November. For now, the court will stay closed to the public, but you'll be able to watch all of the games in real time on YouTube on the Highlight channel. So if you need a sports fix, we highly recommend that you check it out. It's a lot of fun. The Highlight channel also has a ton of other original content to help you understand the game and get you more familiar with the players in the league like our co-host and our Davis. So just go to youtube.com slash highlight channel, spelled J-A-I-A-L-A-I channel. It's free to subscribe, and you'll never miss a moment of the action, ladies and gentlemen. Damn, that was a very formal intro right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, bro. You you, you nailed it, bro. The dismount was, was on point. Man. Bro, I'm Simone Biles up in this bitch, man. What you know, bro? <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Right. I'm another top five. Top five. Top five. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is another quarantine edition of the Lemon City Live podcast. It's actually episode number 205 of, uh, of this wonderful uh, show. And uh, as the... Just realize, what's that? We're 100 episodes away from 305. We got to do something super oh, Miami for the 305. All right, we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, though. But yeah, mm-hmm. I definitely agree. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know what I forgot? And uh, this is a little housekeeping note for us. This doesn't... Matter. We forgot to send Johnny a text message. Can you send him the, the link with the the YouTube? I got while, you, I, while I fill it. <laughs> I feel bad for for those of you who don't know. We have a good friend Johnny who's always like, "Oh, I can't see the show. I want to see the show." And we we always forget to send him a link. So just yeah. uh, send him the YouTube link real quick there while I while I tell everybody what's going on today. Um, sure. But yeah, on today's show, uh, like I said, this is the quarantine edition once again, uh, keeping you guys company throughout this whole coronavirus pandemic as it's been going on. This is two hundred and Episode number 205. Today we're a little sans uh, TD. He's uh, mm-hmm. today's official daddy uh, daddy play date with his son. So he's, he's, daddy he's like, yeah, he's doing daddy daycare. He's actually playing Fortnite with his kid right now. So, you know, he had to, uh, he's got to spend some time with the fam. So, you know, of course we, uh, we, we ain't going to say no, bro. Go hang out with your fam, man. But, uh, but anyway, I got Gus over here to my left. Yeah. Got it right. Uh, making his 205th episode. Uh, in a row is appearance. High five, bro. Oh. Yeah, you got it. You got it. Yeah, it takes me a second, but I got it takes me a while. Uh, anyway, we're gonna we're gonna sit back, we're gonna have a little chit chat here, man. We're gonna talk about some stuff that's going on. Um, you know, we're gonna keep the conversation fun. We we encourage everybody to participate. Um yes. if you're if you're if you're watching, man, you got questions, concerns, whatever. Man, and if you got some good shit, we might just put you on the stream. I don't know, maybe, maybe might happen, yeah. you know um it's happened before but um but yeah that's what we got going on um there's been some some stuff the virus has been spreading there's concerns there's plans for this there's potential another shutdown looming i don't know but you know what i do know is that i got this sweet montreal expo <laughs> hat today bro check this out bro this is, is that your hat of the day this is my hat of the day hold on let me All let right. me wait let me go full body on my on myself here bro what look at that got the expo's jersey here 94 to 
This is the 94 you're, version. But you're you know exposing what? yourself, Edwin. What's that? Ah. ah. <laughs> I see that. I see what you did there. But actually, I wore this for a reason. Okay. Why? I was looking through and I was like, you know what? Um, the last... Obviously, because Dennis Martinez. Yes. This is shout out to uh, my Nicaraguan friends mm-hmm. right there. And uh, but no, but actually the real reason it was is because we there is and we're, we're going to talk about this a little more later. We're going to talk about um, the fact that baseball is looking like not as good as last week and last week it wasn't looking good. So it's yeah. looking bad this week. And the last time that happened, a certain team was in first place. The last time we uh, baseball didn't happen and, you know, very yeah. eerie, similar circumstances. When was that? Ninety five. 94, the 94, 94 strike. Okay. Yeah. That's so, a long time ago, man. Yeah, it is, man. It's unfortunate because it's, what, 26 years ago? Yeah. So there's been labor peace in baseball for 26 years, you know, um, essentially, or 25 yeah. years, if you really think about it, um, for 25 years. And now we're on the verge of another, you know, mm-hmm. another work stoppage here. Not works. Technically, it won't be a work stoppage, but, you know, we're going to have a cancellation of, of what's happening. Yeah, and which uh, I want to talk about why they dropped the ball. No pun intended there. <laughs> we can we can get into that. Uh, I have some questions about that. I, I would love to hear your take on. Yeah, I have my own take on it as well. So we'll get into that. And we'll get into that. But mm-hmm. I think um, I want to start off today's show with uh, something that's been kind of dominating today. Mm-hmm. I don't have the exact uh, quote with me or anything, but essentially, and. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. Our boy Dan is here, and the CBA ends after next season. So, yeah, we're going to get more into the, the baseball talk here shortly. Yeah. We're going to really get into it because, it, man, baseball's on the verge of something really, really bad. And I hope it doesn't happen, but, man, I'm not feeling optimistic about it. Mm-hmm. So, aside from that, here's the, the, the other big dominant storyline that's been happening is um, Kyrie Irving, in particular, uh, has been the one to, to um, what's that? Hold on. <laughs> what is this guy saying? Locks out, sell out. The Marlins have left me not following the sport. I'll watch series, but that's it. Yeah, yeah, man. I feel you, Chad. Chad's, a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people are on that same train. Yeah, man. Again, yeah. it's it's. We're gonna see a lot of that sentiment moving yeah. forward. Yeah. But like yeah, I said, man. before that, go. We're going going with Kyrie and what's happening, mm-hmm. man. And the thing is, there's a lot. A lot of the players right now are expressing concern over this proposed, you know, restart of the season under this. They're essentially going to be playing in like a bubble. Did you see the teams are going to be assigned to three different hotels? Yep. They uh they they um uh what's it called? They 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 got assigned to three different hotels. Uh, I think there's like eight teams in one, another eight in the other, and then a mm-hmm. few other in like a third hotel. And essentially, they're going to be living in a bubble here for like the next couple of months while they while they do all this stuff and they stay in this home thing and some of the players have expressed concern about what's going on as far as will this will starting basketball up again derail or stop the movement that's been happening you know will it is it detrimental to the progress that's being made can you have basketball and be socially active during a time Mm -hmm. Like During right now, black, can you have both? Matter movement, yeah. Yeah, can you have both? And it's a good question, man. And I, I think mm-hmm. that's what I kind of want to start off the show with a little bit. What do you guys think? Can you have both? Can you have basketball? Can you have social justice at the same time? Let us know in the comments uh, what you think. Um, 
Steven Jackson, who uh, yeah. is essentially, bro, have you seen it? Like, he looks Steven, just like George Floyd. Well, he, yeah, I mean, they, they were boys, you know, they were, they were boys. They were, and he they calls were good friends twin. with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he calls them twin, like, but they legit look very much uh, alike. And, uh, you know, obviously, Steven Jackson has been one of the, the biggest people at the front of this movement, yeah. um, essentially carrying the torch. And he's been he was he came out today on his Twitter and man, I don't have the the audio here or anything, but he came out and and posted it. He says that there shouldn't be an NBA. He feels like if there is an NBA, if there is a season resuming under these circumstances, it's going to be detrimental. It's going to slow the progress. It's going to slow the movement, you know. Yeah. Um, and he thinks it's going to hurt. And he's, he's according to him, there's nothing to gain from it. You know, like for what? You know, this is bigger than sport. This is this is bigger than than basketball. So what do you uh, let, let's talk a little bit about it. It looks like um, looks like we already got some comments here. Chad. Yes. Both solid platform. I think I think that's probably the overwhelming sentiment. I think, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, um, let's see here. We got some more. Iris, you can have both. They can use their platform. If they don't play, this will also affect employees. Most employees are black. It's a bad uh, trickle effect. Yeah, they're not thinking it through. I, I can mm-hmm. see that. That's a valid point. Yeah. That's true. LeBron wears an I can't pretty sure that warm-ups, yeah. Um, exactly. So I agree with that sentiment. I, I feel like the NBA is going to give these players a platform that they would not have otherwise. You know what I mean? So yeah. them going and playing these games is going to put them in the national spotlight live on TV every day for the, uh, from, from July 31st until October. And not only that, it's, it's after the games, they have player interviews where they can use that platform to, uh, to promote whatever it is that they feel they need to promote, whether it's, you know, donate to this. Uh, donate to Black Lives Matter, donate to the NAACP, whatever it is that they want to put out there, whatever movement is happening at, happening at a grassroots level, they can push through through that platform that the NBA offers, right? And yeah. the fact that some of these players, a lot of these players have, you know, millions of social media followers already doesn't take away from the fact that if they play these games, it's going to put them in front of even more people. So I, I feel like it can only help. But I do understand the sentiment that some like Kyrie and uh, Steven Jackson have that they feel like it might take away from the movement. They feel like it might be a distraction. But I feel like it'll only be a distraction if you forget about the movement. You know what I mean? But if you go into these games with the idea that I'm going to use the time that I have in front of a microphone, not to talk about the games, but to talk about the movement and what it is that needs to happen. You know, I feel like these players should team up with the leaders of the movement, right? Whether it's the yeah. leaders of Black Lives Matter, whether it's leaders of in the NAACP, whatever. They should, um, they should have these people in their corner to, to maybe give them some talking points or whatever it is. That whatever it is that's going to help promote the movement best is what they should use that platform for, in my opinion. I agree. I think that's that's good, but. I'll, I'll, again, you know me. I like to, especially on this show, I like to challenge you guys. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sometimes I'll take the, an opposing viewpoint just for a little critical thinking exercise sometimes, you know. But in this case, I, I think it's I think it's valid that we do look at it from every angle here. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is a big deal. This is obviously this. 
we can all agree right now, regardless of what basketball is 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 happening or not, mm-hmm. we can all agree that right now, this is in our lifetime. I wasn't around in the '60s, obviously, as old as I might be. I wasn't around back then, but it's debatable. You know, yeah, it's in. You know, we'll, <laughs> we'll leave that up for uh, for 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 speculation. But um, I, I gotta admit, this is the this is the most progressive. T- what? I said, I want to see your birth certificate. Birth no, no further conspiracies birth here. conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, for real, this is this is the most progressive conversations we've ever had on this topic, you know, yeah. right now. And I get that. And I, and I can see why that's a point of envy. Like, we're actually having real discussions. There's this movement is making some type of change. It's it's creating conversations that weren't had before. There is a lot of positive. Obviously, there's. You know, there's some there's some bad stuff here, but I'm, I'm I'm focusing on on what they're trying to accomplish with this, and I think that's you know, I think that's the important thing here. So again, I, I do gotta admit everything that has happened has been so positive, and I want to see that move forward. I want to see that continue. So I do see how there can be a concern mm-hmm. that that might you know hinder that progress. It's a delicate thing, man. If it's taken this long for something like this to happen, it's a delicate thing. So maybe something like that, especially in a sport that's dominated by, you know, the black athlete who who really has a platform. What about the logistics of it? I know there's press conferences after the game, pre, pre and post game. But um, another thing I heard and maybe I'm, I'm wrong, but I think uh, I heard that some of the media that's going to be attending these games, they're going to be like somewhere in a satellite place. They're not going to be actually involved. Yeah on site with the games. So maybe the platform that we think that they would have on a normal day-to-day basis, if all, if everything was fine would be suffice, but maybe this is a limited platform. And maybe by going into, um, into this, uh, this potential new startup of the season, you know, you're really taking yourself away because you can't be there physically. You can't come out and, and say these things. If something happens, I may, I'm just again. I'm trying to, you know, show it from yeah. both angles. I want to hear what people have to say. Um, well, as far as that, I feel like the players right now have a lot of leverage in order to make sure that they have a platform, make sure that they can voice their opinions, and and um, and really get it what get what they want out of this um, this uh, remaining season. You know what I mean? If because if, if at any moment it can be like, yeah, no, we're not gonna play. We don't feel safe. Whatever. They can they can just they can just ask that you know what I mean yeah so if they want to they can leverage the league to say listen after every game we want a microphone in front of our face to say whatever it is that we need to say they have that yeah. leverage and I think um, Commissioner Silver came out and did say that he is supporting the players to mm-hmm. give them that voice and stuff but again I'm just I'm just you know trying to see it from mm-hmm. from all sides here and and understand what the message is, but hold on. Let's see. We got, we got people commenting. I want to see what they have to say. Um, just put out, Kyrie mentioned in a group chat to start their own league. What is his real issue? That part, I honestly, so, I, I don't know about that. Yeah. Do you know so, a little bit about that? Yeah. According to uh, Stefan Bondi, who covers basketball for the New York daily news. Um, I'm going to read his tweet in a recent uh, group chat with Nets players. Kyrie Irving lobbied for skipping the bubble the Daily News has learned. In the chat, he also proposed that the players can start their own league, according to a source. So okay. that, I mean, if, if 
if he's trying to leverage this into starting his own league or something like that, that's that. What does one have to do with the other? You know what I mean? I'm, I really yeah. don't know what one has to do with the other, but Gus and I have to add up the conversation today earlier about <laughs> our top five most hated athletes, <laughs> and I'm not gonna get into it, but I'm gonna say that Kyrie was was on the bubble. If we're yeah. sticking with the references, he <laughs> was up there. Man, it's just something a little weird about that guy, you know? Like I feel like he's he does this a lot, you know, and it's it like, he'll say one thing mm-hmm. and then like, people are like, yo, what do you mean? And then he's like, no, I didn't mean that. And it's like, Oh no. Like, um, the earth is flat. Like you remember he had the whole flat earth thing. I think he's still, I, on that. he's still on that tip, I think. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. afterwards he's like, no, no, I know the earth's not flat, you know, but it's like, he's a little, and I get it. He's mm-hmm. a good, he's a great baller, you know, yeah. but he's a little like off. And I, I mm-hmm. take everything he says with a grain of salt. You know, I, I don't put yeah, too yeah. much, into what he's feeding me. What I am listening to a little more is the guys like Steven Jackson, the guys that are involved in those guys when it comes to this stuff. And I'm, I'm trying what to, like, understand. yeah, what I like about Kyrie is he's not afraid to, he's not afraid to uh, say what's on his mind. It's just that sometimes what's on his mind is a little wacky. You know what yeah, I mean? You know? <laughs> but it makes, it makes, it's uh, it makes for good entertainment. So, yeah, so but, but then it, it does kind of, you know, hurt your uh, credibility when you're just, when you're on one side of the spectrum saying something serious, but then you go and you say something else that's just completely ridiculous. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but hey, but yo, prop, props to him for just saying whatever the fuck is on his mind, regardless. Yeah. But yeah. let's yeah. see. Um, Carlos here, but will it last as far as like, you know, what he was um, mentioning when, um, will, it, will, will this positive momentum. thing, that momentum, exactly, will it yeah. last? And he mentions here, you know, um, after Sandy Hook, there was a lot of talk, but in a matter of, of, of weeks it was like it never happened and it, it and that one is a little different um and i but yeah but it's the same thing it seems like most mm-hmm. events that are uh that are that big fade fade away quickly yeah it's but this I one think- is different this one is different because um i mean there this we always hear about this this stuff that happens right we heard about yeah. Ahmad Ar- Arbery, um and then you know the next week there was another one and then but for some reason this one and it's not like there hasn't been videos of yeah of uh black men getting killed or anything like that you know we've seen it and but for some reason this one it it, it was like the straw that broke the last straw that broke the camel's yeah. back you know yeah. what i mean absolutely and it hasn't died down there's been like yesterday there was protests i'm sure yeah. today there will be more protests like it's still ongoing and they're going to continue they're going to continue mm-hmm. the movement um which is great man this is what yeah. is 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 a beautiful thing like we have this opportunity that if we feel mm-hmm. so strongly about something and again, you know me, man. I'm I'm obviously a big progressive and I'm a big liberal and stuff, but yeah. I understand certain things and I look at things in a certain way from my own experience. Um, you know, as being prior military and and you know what it is to you know to defend something that you care about. Yeah. But um So I but, I, I agree with Iris as here. They, this one stuck because we're in quarantine, so people got time. Maybe that's definitely maybe. very so, that's a very good reason, yeah. Yeah, and maybe that maybe this is a silver line of the whole quarantine. We needed this in order to get that change, you know what I mean? That's a possibility. So yeah. let's see. Um Dennis has the comment. He says Michael Wilbon. Oh, come on, Dennis. If you're coming at me with Michael Wilbon right off the bat, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna get mad. I hate that dude. That guy. He's but, on my but top I, five most hated people in sports. Yeah, I agree with this point though. I, I yeah. agree with this point that he made. Every now and then, you know, it's yeah. a bro- a bro- every a broken clock is right twice a day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. Yeah, yeah. you know, all, they can't pass up on this money because and and Stephen A. Smith 
echoed uh, the sentiment in, uh, in only the way that he can. But he was saying, you can't, you can't just make symbolic gestures. It takes money to make these changes. So these players, they shouldn't be passing up on this money if what they really care about is making changes. Yeah. You know, it takes donating to causes. It takes influencing um, politicians, right, through donations or whatever, yep. right? Trump gets a shitload of donations. So why shouldn't someone on the other side of this issue, you know what I mean? If that's, if that's what you really want, that's how you make change. Yeah. I, and that right there, that's legit a really good reason. Mm-hmm. All these things cost money, man. Yeah. Everything there's a price to pay, literally, to if you want to influence change. There's a reason that things are the way they are right now and that they're bad and not helping certain people. It's because there's people with money paying to get that to be the status quo, to be the norm. Mm-hmm. You know, there are yeah. lobbyists that lobby for, for whatever special interest groups they have that create the laws that you know hold certain people down to benefit themselves. You know what I mean? Exactly. So and to do this, to create change, you got to have you, you need some money, man. It's true. Mm-hmm. And on that aspect, that one there, I think that to me is what really tips the scales for me when it comes yeah. to this. I think I do see what Steven Jackson and what part of Kyrie was saying and what some other people have said too that they show, you know, concerns and reservations towards it. Yeah. You know, now, but, now, if the whole Kyrie saying that he wants to start his own league, if this is a way to change the or to 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 shorten the wealth gap so that the players are now the billionaire owners you know what i mean mm-hmm. and, and 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 so that they can so they can build up their wealth even more in order to 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 um influence change then that's a smart move you know and that's a smart way of thinking i guess even though it's it's harder than it, it's easier said than done you know what i'm saying yeah. but yeah. You know, maybe that's what he's thinking. Although I, I really don't know what he's thinking, but yeah. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, we, we don't know what's on Kyrie's mind. I don't. Maybe he doesn't even know what's on his mind yeah. at the time. <laughs> yeah, let's see here. I also heard if they don't play this season, next season won't happen. It, it could. It could affect next season, but it's, there, and, and that's and that goes for a lot of, of and sports right now. And that's because uh, the way that the CBA is structured, the um, salary cap is measured by how much money the nba makes so canceling the season is going to have a incredibly negative effect on next year's salary cap and it's going to have a trickle down effect you know what i mean yeah yeah it's true yeah everybody in the chat man you guys are great today by the way yeah which is the reason why a lot of these players didn't uh stick up when people were protesting against china because they knew it would negatively affect the salary cap yeah and you know and yeah, a very good point, man. Very, very good point. Uh, Ice Cube already started his own league. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> we're fans. We're fans. But we, we covered that. We covered that. Big three, big three, big fans of the big three, baby. Yeah, uh, yeah no, it, for real. It, it's it's um, I I totally agree. I think like I like I was saying, for me, I think the tipping point and what really you know makes me go one way over the other is is that I think you need the money, man. Like, don't sacrifice this cash. Not for your. I get it. You, you guys have worked hard and this is a lot mm-hmm. of money or a little bit of money, whatever it is, but it's money that you work for, you earn. But if you can turn around and use that money for to influence change, then then don't leave it. Don't leave it on the table. You know what I mean? Don't leave it on the table. If there's a way that you can get that. And even if it's even if it's just one of you that really goes out, it's just you just need one person to make a change. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's one more person than what was happening before. So I I, I, I hope um, 
I hope the players, you know, feel the same way. I, I want them to to really. I, and I do. I do think, I, especially with when it comes to basketball. Uh huh. I feel like the basketball players, maybe it's because, you know, there's more black athletes in basketball than, let's say, hockey or or even baseball right now, which is trying to start up. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they are very connected with what's going on and they're being very socially aware through their own platforms, which I think is 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 a great thing. Yeah, um, I do like seeing that they're 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 trying to to influence change somehow, whether it's through social media, through donations, activism, whatever the case may be. I think it's uh it's 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 good to see and I and I think something good will come out of this. I think NBA will will get back and I'm feeling pretty confident about the NBA. Now. Yeah, me too. The other leagues or the other league, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, this Baseball? one right here. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a fucking mess, bro. Well, I mean, do you want to let's talk about um the long gone summer. Long summer gone. What was it called again? Long gone summer. Long gone. Yeah, the zebra cake is on fire, bro. I'm going back to like my old school treats from when I was a kid. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I found the old, the old little cake out. Mm. Sorry, bro. <laughs> you will survive a uh, the apocalypse. Those things never go bad. Oh, yeah, that's true. My little friend. Yeah. Don't don't uh don't give Starbucks any free press over here, bro. Fuck those guys. <laughs> there you go. Um, let you figure out what I'm drinking. <laughs> but um, Ben and Jerry's all day. Anyways, but yeah, let's 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 talk. All right, let's talk about a good thing about baseball. Okay, yeah. long gone summer. Mm-hmm. Gus, yeah. Um, in the summer of '98, where were you? Give me a little. Take me back to that place. Where were you? How old were you? What were you doing? Summer of '98, I was yeah. a freshman in high school. I was going. I was going into my freshman year, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I was going into my freshman year of high school. Uh, so I was like, you know, in between middle school and high school. And um, I, I remember in my neighborhood actually lived a bunch of Dominicans. Right. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, <laughs> what, I, what I remember about that, uh, I mean, I was rooting for Sammy, obviously. But what I remember about that, uh, that whole run, the home run uh, record yeah. run or whatever is seeing all the, all the Dominicans in my neighborhood painting on their cars go sammy whatever. <laughs> and every they would always update the number home run that he hit and all that stuff on their car that was really cool that was just a really cool um moment in baseball man yeah man hey up, man? Look, now we got daniel here okay. maybe uh, one of our baseball guys here man maybe he can uh, chime in here a little bit if he's got some uh some thoughts on it i think he was a little young i'm curious yeah, I, I think he was like four <laughs> I hope he was born. Let's just, let's just leave it at that. I hope he was born. I know he's 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 yeah. like really young, but in 1998, yeah, man, I was like Chad said here. He was you know brought back great memories of being in high school. Chad and I are around the same age. Um, so yeah, I was um, in the summer of 98. I was, I was yeah, I was going into my I think like between my sophomore and junior year. I think yeah. and uh, oh wait, we got an answer. I was one. <laughs> <laughs> there you go oh, dude well there you go bro well well hopefully the movie you enjoyed it as much as we did even though you know some yeah. of us lived it a little differently but again it's how you intake sports and it's great man this is mm-hmm. this is a nice thing man I, baseball and before we even get into the movie man what i love i love love about baseball 
which is different than any other sports, and I've said it a, a bunch of times, yeah. the numbers, the numbers in baseball hold more value than in any other sport. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they mentioned it in the movie where he says, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you might not know who has the, I, I don't know who has the record for most receptions in a season in the NFL. You know, oh, I have no, no idea. No. I would I guess Harry Rice. That, maybe, you know, that's a good that would, guess. That would be Randy good. Moss, maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't Antonio know. Antonio Brown. Do you know who's I, – I, I know this one, but I'm going to test you. Do you know who uh, – yeah, Antonio Brown's a good one. Who's got the um, – or who scored the most points in an NBA season? In a season? In a season. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 these numbers don't ring yeah. a bell. By the way, I want to do a whole basketball episode one day uh-huh. on, the, on the complete opposite that is the basketball stats. If you've ever okay. looked up basketball stats, they're fucking crazy, bro. Like, like career records are insane. Yeah. Like, there was an era in the 50s and 60s where basketball, like, there was, like, three good players, and they set every record, and you're never going to touch them, you know? <laughs> yeah. Bro, there was uh, – Will Chamberlain averaged 50 one year, okay? Averaged mm-hmm. 50 for a season, all right? He also yep. averaged like I think another season like thirty or forty rebounds. I think in one game he hit he had fifty something rebounds in a game. Are you kidding me? Like, like yeah. who are you playing against? Who are you playing against? You're just grabbing the ball like nothing, you know? Fifty fucking rebounds, like it's you can't do that. So anyway, I'm, I'm gonna get into this. I'll get into that another day. Mm-hmm. I want to talk. About, but in baseball. The beautiful thing is baseball, the numbers matter. People know. And in 1998, everybody knew what the single-season home run record was. Everybody knew Roger yeah. Maris. Everybody knew 61. It was a, Everybody knew Babe Ruth, who was the guy who had it before. You know, there was this magical number. Only two guys have ever hit 60. And it was so amazing. And in baseball, the number 406, that's the highest uh, – that's the last time uh, uh, anybody hit over 400 in a season, you know, which was uh, mm. Ted Williams. And he did that. Uh, 56, that's the number of games in a row that Joe DiMaggio hit, you know, his hitting streak. You know, these are magical records. Uh, now 762, which is the career home run record for most most home runs, you know. In baseball, it's a beautiful thing. And I love it because you can geek out with that shit. And it's just, you know, oh, uh, oh wait, you got to, because you're going gonna to eat your medianoche. You better not. <laughs> you have been warned. Uh, he already owes me a Philly from the Flanagan's. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, in baseball, it's that. And and to relive that 98 season from that perspective, like, yeah. brought me back. Like, it really mm-hmm. – like, man, I kicked out. I yeah. kicked out a lot in 98, man. Yeah. No, I I really enjoyed it. Like, obviously, um, like you told me earlier that uh, they didn't tell you anything you didn't already know. Yeah. Which, which I feel like there is a very small segment of people – that had that experience like you are super deep into baseball lore and and um fandom and shit where you Uh know you know like all those random things that Uh most most fans don't know yeah i caught myself i caught myself quite a few times during narrating narrating before the narrator (laughs) narrating before the narrator where i was like oh yeah i remember this this and this and the guy's like well then this this and this happened i'm like oh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so yeah man so i feel like yeah there's a very small segment of people that fall into your category yeah, but I, I think i think for the most part watching uh watching the documentary watching the 30 for 30 was for people like me for example like it just brought back a bunch of memories and a few tidbits of things that i, I didn't realize or maybe that i had forgotten like i forgot i legit forgot that sammy sosa took the lead late in the season with 66. Yeah. 
I forgot about that. You know, like the way I remembered it was that they were just close the entire time, but uh, Mark McGuire, you know, led the entire way and ended up finishing the season that way. So, you know, for me, I was like, holy shit, man, how fucking crazy would it have been if, if Sammy Sosa would have, would have won, if he would have, if he would have well, ended up it, with the record. His lead lasted. Um, one thing that I didn't know, mm-hmm. you know, when they were giving those little trivia questions during it, one thing that I didn't know, and I was, uh, and I, I was like, oh shit, I, I guess I didn't realize it. Um, it's not so much that Sammy had the lead, it's that Sammy never had the outright lead for a day. Oh, yeah, yeah. The they, they were playing at the same time. <laughs> yes. And it was like, so he took the lead when he hit 66, but then, yeah. you know, a couple innings later, Big Mac ties it. So he never went to sleep being the leader. I thought, and, and yeah. I remember that he was up there and they were going back and forth, but I hadn't put it together. I'm like, oh, shit, that, that one, that one got me. I was like, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, as you can see, I got the the Sammy Sosa. That's the authentic, by the way, bro. I got that years ago. Nice. Um, nice. I was, you know, before you, before you, you remember, went white. Do you remember how? <laughs> do you remember how um, how many Ken Griffey ended up with that season? Fifty six, I believe. Yeah, which is still crazy, bro. Yeah, it's which still, still it's amazing. still yeah. Um, I believe it's fifty six. If you know the answer, type it in the chat. I, I can't look it up. And also, if if you guys if for for you guys watching, if you watch the uh, long gone summer just tell us loved it hated it uh watch it again recommend it tell us what you think about it just just put it in the chat there man i, I want to see what the what the pulse is on that one because for me and, and gus obviously we really liked it myself i didn't find any um any new revelation you know like oh wow you know yeah um i thought man could you imagine if they had if if they had premiered the movie and then at the end of the movie they're like oh Breaking news. Uh, yeah. Jeff Passan, who's you know who Jeff Passan is for ESPN? He's like the their Woj. He's the basically the Woj. Yeah. Um, so I think uh I think it would have been awesome. Like, oh, Jeff Passan reports MLB and players union has agreed to a deal. Baseball yeah. has been saved. Like, bro, they could have ridden this wave. No, they they I feel like they, they completely dropped the ball. They completely dropped the ball. That's a, such a big missed opportunity to ride the wave of this the momentum of this amazing documentary baseball like right now baseball is in a really shitty situation and it could have been the complete opposite they could have been saving sports you know what i mean like it could have been uh it could have they could have drowned out everything honestly you know what i'm saying oh yeah they could have and and we've we've talked about this which is baseball was the sport that went down right at the start of the season Mm mm-hmm and they had the best chance to really, you know, go and be the one to lead the way yeah. as to how they're going to start doing it over again. While the others still had to figure out how to salvage, they just needed to figure out how to start. Exactly. And they missed that opportunity. All these mm-hmm. other leagues lapped them, and now they're in this labor fucking um, issue. Yeah. And, last, and, 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 and Sunday night would have been great, man, to see, you know, have that moment and bring mm-hmm. baseball back up and, you know, be the topic of conversation. It would have definitely carried over. but. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. Also, so before, oh, uh, also if you're if you're you're watching, let us know. It back in '98, were you Team Big Mac or were you Team Sosa? I kind of want to know what the fans were, what side of the of the, of the pedestal you were on. I want to know. So, <laughs> so uh, one thing I did notice was when it gets to the part in the documentary where it's late in the season and Mark McGuire is mentally drained. All right, he comes here to Miami to play against the Marlins. 
and he hates the part of the of the experience where he has to sign autographs and do the press and all that shit. He just wants to go out there and play. But of course, he has to go out there and sign autographs and everything because people are there to see him, right? Yep. But of course, here in Miami, where he's when he's there signing autographs and stuff like that. I know where you're going with this. There had to be Miami fans that are fucking throwing shit at him, bro. (laughs) Throwing shit at him to sign. God damn it, Miami. Why? Why did it have to be us? I forgot about that. I didn't mention that to you when I was talking to you earlier, but that's yeah. true. I totally oh. forgot. I, when I was watching, I was like, uh-huh. that's Dolphin Stadium. Yeah. Way to go. He, yeah. Why are we throwing baseballs at McCormick? I know. <laughs> Threw baseballs at him, bro. Why? Oh, oh, oh God. Man. It had to yeah. be Miami. It had to be Miami, dude. It had to be Miami. Oh, I thought, I thought, um, uh-huh. I, I, I do like how they showed, um, the four home runs he hit mm-hmm. in a three-game series. Uh, I was there, or was it a two-game series? I don't remember if he had two and two, but I know I was there for the the, the two bombs to center field. I was out mm-hmm. in the right field bleachers, and I watched that game, and I was just like, wow, you know, yeah. this monster. Bro, because if you remember... Of, I think one of them was given up by uh, by Levon. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, if you remember back in, you know, Dolphin Stadium, Marlon... Uh, Pro days at the time. Pro player. Um, man, that center field was deep. And, you know, yeah, you had dude. to cover seats out there. I, I think it was, it was like 400 feet, 420, no? 430? No, it's more than 400. Yeah, um, ridiculous, ridiculous. When the guy's running on the tarp and then he goes, what? And he falls and you just see his legs sticking out because he fell through the wedge. Like, I was yeah, like, man. good job, guy. Good job. You know what? For that guy who fell, we should – let's give him – let's give that guy a round of applause. But yo, what I what I thought was really funny that I didn't realize this uh, when I was, you know, back in 98 yeah. was that it would have been a little more. It would have been a little boring if Sammy Sosa wasn't such a personality. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know I, what I mean, because Mark McGuire is a boring motherfucker. Sammy Sosa made that shit like so personable and. Yeah. He was just—he was having a lot of fun with it. He has charisma, like he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has the charisma. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought um, that was an interesting point. You know, those press conferences were made a lot better because Sammy was there, uh, especially the ones with, with the one when they were together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was uh, great. I thought, uh, I thought it was funny, um, bro. Like, how ridiculous! Like, looking back at it now, mm-hmm. I'm like, how did we not like? Like, how did we ignore this? But how ridiculously jacked was Mark McGuire in 98, bro? bro. Like, those forearms alone were just... Mm-hmm. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, come on, bro. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> I just thought it was insane how, like, grotesque he was, you know? Like, and you, you're not... You're yeah. Mr. Olympia playing first base, you know. Sammy too, though. When they show, when they show Sammy in the late '80s, early '90s, and he's a skinny dude. Yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. He, he like doubled his size, man. I, you know, he was obviously he wasn't as big as Mark, but he yeah. doubled his fucking size, man. Who the, I mean, I know that uh, that people don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, what I thought was interesting. Um, you know, back in 2010, McGuire came out and said, "Yeah, I did stuff. It was prevalent. You know, a lot of guys were mm-hmm. doing it." He's obviously still uncomfortable talking about that aspect of of his career because yeah. when you saw the the movie, 
he uh, he kind of like mumbled through that part. He really didn't elaborate on it too much. They, mm-hmm. That's the one part that I thought was funny because they had to put subtitles where he says yeah. I regret it. I'm like, okay, that was random. I was mm-hmm. I heard it. I didn't need subtitles. It's like there it is. You know, I'm no, like, they want to make sure you know that he said that. Make sure you yeah. know he regrets it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, okay. I also thought, and I, and I, I want to ask you this, and I want to ask the people watching. Um, when it came down to to Sammy. And I watched uh, SVP afterwards, too. Yeah. I feel like Sammy's never admitted to anything. He's, no. he's, he's said, hey, you know, I'm happy. My life is happy. I have granddaughter. Mm-hmm. I have this. I have that. I'm at peace. I, I'm okay if I don't go to the Hall of Fame. And he's also made light of um, or, or he shed light on the fact. He's like, look, a lot of guys did that stuff back then. You know, why yeah. do I have to answer for all them? Why do I have to be the one when everybody else was doing it? And on that aspect, he's 100% right. I of give course. 100% of course. right. Like, why people are, are people face- trying to make it out like if it wasn't a level playing field, but it completely was. It was, and I agree. Yeah. I, I do think that there was it was so rampant, and mm-hmm. it was happening so much that, yeah, it was a level playing field to an extent, you know what I mean? Um, but I also feel like, why does he have to apologize? Or why does he have to be the one to say these things? Yeah. But it does, it does, you know, you do see the benefit of coming clean because McGuire came clean. Yeah. And now he's, you know, back in baseball. He's been welcomed back by St. Louis. You know, he's in the yeah. Hall of Fame in St. Louis. And you saw that you saw that immediately uh, when, and- when Andy Pettit was it with the Yankees? Yeah, Andy Pettit. When, yeah, when he popped and he came clean almost immediately after, yeah. after, after his name got out there. And it was like, okay. Shit, even A-Rod, who came out and said, I did it, and then oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking popped again. or And then he's like, yeah, I did it again, you know. And <laughs> he made a bunch of money, and he's killing Um Yep. But I feel like. And now he has J-Lo. <laughs> yeah, and he got J-Lo. But, I mean, when you look at at, um, at McGuire, you know, four mm-hmm. seasons, four and a half seasons, I think what it was, in, in St. Louis, and he makes it into the, you know, St. Louis Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Bro, Sammy spent oh, fucking something like 13 years or something in Chicago. Like that guy deserves to be honored, bro. Regardless yeah. of how you feel about the steroid, like it's it's a it's a shame. It yeah. really is a shame that it's been more than 10 years since he's even been invited to the stadium. Um, I I get it. And, it's a bro, and those, those two guys pretty much saved baseball, man. Oh, for sure. And I've always said again, yeah. I'm I'm highlighting my top five most hated people outside yeah. of players. Okay, number one, Joe Buck. Number two, Michael <laughs> Wilpon. And number three on that list, I'll give you the rest as, as they come to me. But another one on that list is Bud Selig. I hate Bud Selig. Bud Selig yeah. is 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 everything that is wrong, and he is the biggest crook. He put on a ski mask and slapped every single baseball player. He slapped every single fan, and he got away with it because he took off the mask and told you who he was, and then he got away with it. That guy knew exactly what was going on in his league. And because it wasn't illegal, he didn't press hard or he didn't come out and say, I'm going to be the moral, you know, authority yeah. and say, oh, this is bad. No, no. He was raking in that those big books. Baseball had a black eye in 94 and in 98, these guys are hitting bombs out of the freaking stadium looking like, you know, bodybuilders and statues and shit. And yep. he, was, he didn't give a fuck. He was like, yo, money's raking in. Baseball's hot again. But yeah. then what? When all this shit blows up and everybody's like, oh, the steroids this, steroids that, he starts throwing the book and throwing these guys under the bus. He didn't provide any type of protection. He could have come out and said, mm-hmm. hey, look, it was rampant. I did a bad job. You know, this is my league. Yeah. 
I didn't do a good enough job to to you know patrol what was going on. I don't want. You know what? That that's where I give a lot of respect to um, to Roger Goodell because that motherfucker lays on the sword for the NFL. A yeah, lot. But he's been laying on the wrong one every once in a while. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, mate. Like he, at he, least, he, yeah, he's not great. He's not great, at, you know, by any means. But he's not afraid to lay on the sword, bro. Yeah, you know and, what I mean. And, and yeah, and 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 Bud Selig sat there and didn't offer any protection. He tried to throw the book on all these guys. Mm-hmm. He, t- he dragged their names in the mud, and he acted like he didn't know anything that was going on. And he never had to pay a penalty for anything. Yeah. Yet you got guys like 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 my boy here, Sammy. You got mm-hmm. guys like McGuire, Bonds, Clemens that you said it was a level playing field who can't yeah. even get a sniff because of all the vitriol that this guy's been spitting for years. That's the just fact, yeah. The fact that Clemens popped proves that pitchers were doing it too. Pet, oh, Pettit yeah. popped. Andy Pettit and Roger Clemens both popped. Yeah. Proves that pitchers were doing it too. Proves that it was a level playing field. You know what I mean? So I, I and, then, and and then when and then when you when you see the fact that fucking Bonds, uh, Sammy and Mark were doing that doing what they did against pitchers who were fucking taking steroids is amazing yeah man and again you know? man like you got to give these guys respect man they bro sammy brought back baseball you i know? respect the steroids i respect the steroids <laughs> respect ah. respect respect <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, dude. Like, I'm, I'm just. That's it, what I was doing in '98. I was listening to fucking Adam Sandler CDs, bro. <laughs> oh god, damn. Oh, dude. Did you watch Uncut Gems or no? No, I, mean, I haven't seen it yet. I have to see it, bro. I haven't seen uh Remember the Titans yet either. So we're both in the All same. Right. You gotta watch it though. First one to watch it makes the other one feel stupid. Um, right. You gotta watch it because uh, I want you to tell me if he does. Uh-huh. He sounds he's like, right? Oh, yeah, what you talking about a little bit? Come on, come here. I'll check it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. But going back to it, like, I, Bud Seeley, he's a bastard, man. And to see him in, the, in that documentary really pissed me off because to me, he's everything. He was just like white collar fucking crimes while these guys were doing everything and he got away with everything, you know? And now yeah. Sammy Stokes is there, like, and I feel for the guy because you, let's go back to 98. You saw the charisma, man. He was, he was, you know, really into the moment. He's trying to, he was a guy that was really happy to be there. He was a guy who was really focused on stuff. Makes steroids great again. Yes. I like <laughs> Let's give it to everybody. Level playing field for real, you know? Why not? Um, but I, I, I feel for him because you know that he really was happy. Like, he was such a good sport with McGuire. He kept calling him the king and this and that. You mm-hmm. know he wants to be in the Hall of Fame. You know he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And it he means... 100% deserves it, bro. And for... for for him to say, oh, I'm at peace with it, like, man, that, that sucks, dude. That sucks that after everything you did, I know you got paid, I know you got your money and everything, but, you know, like, it, it just sucks to see somebody that, that did so much be just thrown out to the wolves like that, you know, and just left out yeah. there, you know, and um, you saw he was doing his interview out by Sunny Isles. He lives over on Golden Beach down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He lives yeah. Golden Beach, Sunny Isles, Aventura area. He lives out there, man. But yeah, man. Yo, Sammy, bro. Come holla at your boys, man. Yeah, bro. Holla at your boys, man. Man, you, but, but... Go to Club Tipico. We'll have some Dominican food. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll have some uh, Morir Soñando drinks, bro. So, we'll, we'll, it'll be popping, man. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Um, 
Well, I, I you know, that 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 part kind of got to me, man. I, I felt for the dude. I was like, shit, man. Yeah. You know, look at him, bro. He's turning white and shit. Like, he's just, he's he's really, you know, life's hit him hard, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he's just, I want him to, to, yeah. to, to find his old his old happiness. It just feels a little, like, diluted and watered down. Mm-hmm. Like, like, he's forcing it right now. Um, but I hope, I hope uh, they do invite him back to the stadium, uh, to Wrigley Field. I think it'd be nice. They, they should honor him. Yeah. Bucket, man, yeah. And I don't know why this it's a new ownership group that was he wasn't even there with this current ownership group. Yeah. Why are they being why are they being dicks to him? He literally did nothing to them. Yeah, I, I, feel you. I really don't get it. The other uh the other part that um kind of trips me out too is um like he like I said, he deserves it. He should be out there. And it and it I'm telling you, it really got to me when I saw him do that. But going back to what I was saying earlier, which is you know, I I I thought maybe if he came out and said, hey. Yeah, fuck it, man. I did it. Like, I see mm-hmm. both ways. Like, I feel like if he would have said something, maybe that would speed up the thing and maybe it would change perception. But at the same time, I agree with him, too. Like, why the fuck does he have to say anything or admit to anything when, you know, like after everything baseball's done to him and, you know, it's common knowledge how many people were doing this shit. Like, yeah, fuck it, man. Live your life, bro. If you're happy, go for it. I, I don't believe he's truly happy. I think he should. Um I mean, yeah. I, I I think he is happy. You know, he's got a. He, you can see it when, in his interaction with his family and shit like that. <laughs> but you, but you know that that hurts him. You know that hurts him. Yeah, bro. Man, I gotta get me a Cubs hat, bro, because I wanted to wear my Sosa. You know, I gotta yeah. wear my Sosa jersey there. But it's a nice one, man. Um, yeah. But yeah, tell us. Uh, let us know, man. What do you guys think of the of the of the of the movie, man? I again, I didn't learn anything new. But I enjoyed it very much. I thought it was very. Ins- I thought it was very well done. Again, thirty for yeah. thirty, killing it. You know, but yeah, a big revelation. I thought it was really cool to relive '98. And but I'm telling '98, but yo, even my mom was into the home run derby. Like she was like, mm-hmm. oh, McGuire hit home run today. I'm like, yeah, she was crazy, fucking out of the stadium, insane. You know, and yeah, and, you know, and, and my father, he was big on it. I think my father was. Um, was uh he, he hit a he was he was more on Maguire's side he he was fascinated by Maguire and I was definitely a little more Sosa but I love him yeah I love Big Mac I love Big Mac let's see oh wait remember when Luis Gonzalez hit fifty yes mm-hmm. what about oh, here's a throwback name Brady Anderson for you baseball guys out there he hit I want to say fifty something one year too as a leadoff guy. Well, you know what? Um, Brady fifty something home runs as a leadoff guy. That's pretty impressive. That is pretty impressive. I don't know what what he was doing batting leadoff, but he was he was a juice. He was a career. He was always a lifelong. He was a, a singles guy, and all of a sudden one year, fucking blew up and hit fifty, shit, fifty fifty three home runs. I think was yeah. the the thing. Whoever, if you, if you guys are looking it up, somebody could look it up. Well, watching the documentary actually made me reminisce of uh, when Stanton was. Creeping up on sixty, man. Yeah. You know? and that was like that was an amazing experience for as a Marlins fan. There you go, Dan. It's always coming through, bro. My boy, fifty. Yeah, he had fifty still as a leadoff guy. He had over over fifty, he said. Oh, over fifty. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm yeah. telling you, man, it was uh, pure coincidence. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it that. Uh, it was it was insane, man. He, he those those. I'm telling you, man. The '90s was such a great era, and I, I had the. Yeah. Uh, I had the poll up in our in our Daily Lemonade group. By the way, guys, Daily Lemonade, man, go hit it up, man. If you guys got – or I'm going to put it out right now. For you guys watching, I'm going to put out a poll um, probably tomorrow. For this Friday's uh, happy hour, we we want it to be Total Request Lemon. We, we're doing a TRL special. 
I'm going to post it up and I'm, I'm, I want you guys to put in what you guys want us to talk about it, no matter how weird or whatever, and yeah. put it we're up gonna, as a poll option. We're going to freestyle it. We're going to freestyle. Pull it up as a poll option. And if people vote on it, we'll talk about it, you know? So put it up there, whatever you want. We're going to have it totally user controlled or user uh, generated. Mm-hmm. And, and we're going to go from there. I want to I want to try something out. So it'll be a lot of fun. So tune in this Friday, episode 206. It's going to be, it'll be a little it'll be like it'll be It's going to be like Bandersnatch. Yours. Like what? Bandersnatch. That um, the fuck. What's that Netflix show that they made a movie where you can, you can choose what's what's gonna happen in the next scene. You get to pick like it's a fork in a road, and you get to pick one. Oh, I remember those books. Remember when Black, we Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Oh no, no, I didn't see that. But you remember those books uh, when we were kids? Like, oh, what's gonna happen to the gang now? Turn to fifty seven. Uh, yeah, yes, I, I do remember. That. Yeah, I remember those shits. But yeah, yeah. That, but man, I'm telling you, there you yeah, have Black Mirror. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I wanted a. Um, like, I just, I, I was, I was, I was, bro, I was diving into some deep dive on stats from 1997. Okay. Diving into a deep dive. Deep dive. Diving into a very deep dive of baseball <laughs> uh-huh. in 1997. Okay. I'm just going to give you a little snippet. This is the summer or the year before, um, mm. you know, the long gone summer. And the AL MVP that year was Ken Griffey. And the National League MVP was Larry Walker. But some of these fucking stats that these guys had, Larry Walker, okay, check this out. Ready? Yeah. This is a, a real stat line here for you guys that are watching. Larry Walker batted 366, 49 home runs, and 130 RBIs that season. Digest those numbers for you guys that are baseball fans. 366. That's I think that's higher than – I think Tony Gwynn um, – I know he touched like he he flirted with four hundred, but dude, three sixty six is insane. And he Tony, did that. Tony, well. Gwen, Tony Gwynn never finished the season batting four hundred. No, no, no. The last guy no. to do it was uh, Ted Williams, mm. um, which I hope they do a man. They really got to do a, a thirty for thirty on on Ted Williams, or maybe I got to look up and see if there's like a biography on the dude. Yeah, bro, Ted Williams is probably the fucking the biggest man's man in the history of sports, dude. That guy. <laughs> Holy crap, bro. That guy was in his prime in baseball. The war breaks out, and he's like, I'm out. I'm going to go fly fucking planes in the war and do missions. He wasn't like an exhibition. No, he was flying mm-hmm. planes. He gets shot down, survives, goes back up, bombs some more people, then goes to Korea, misses like four or five years of his of his prime, comes back, and he hits 400. And he's the last guy to do it. Insane. Insane. And here's here's the I, I don't know if I've told you this, but here's the little the little nice little story of, of Ted Williams real quick. On the last day of that season where he hit 400, mm-hmm. the last day of the season was the Red Sox were playing a doubleheader, right? And he was batting like 390 something. After the first game, he gets enough hits that his batting average was like 401 or 402. And his coach says, "Yo, congratulations, you did. You don't have to play the second game." You know, like you got the record. You've done something nobody's done in years. Yeah. Anybody would have taken that and you wouldn't say anything else. Um, what's his name? Oh, God. Jose Reyes. He, t- he did a little bunt single one game. I don't know if it was it was when he was with the Mets. He did a little bunt single. Right. Yeah. And that, that bunt put his average up over a certain thing so he could win the batting title. Right. And then he took himself out of the game and he didn't play the next the rest of the game. So his <laughs> average wouldn't drop. That This is what we're talking about here. Yeah. You know? I remember that. Uh, so 
He was, so he was with the Mets, no? Yeah, with the Mets. So Ted Williams goes, nah, I don't know, bro. I'm I, I'm a ball player, yo. <laughs> I bomb fucking, I'm, I'm a pilot. I'm a ball player. I'm a man's man. Check out my balls. I got hair on both of them. I'm going to go play this next game. All right? And what does he do? He goes two for four and boosts his average to 406. Like, he could have he could have gone over four, batted 399, and everybody would have been like, oh, yeah. no. He's like, fuck no, dude. Didn't even think. <laughs> didn't even think twice. That's I, I'm dying to see some like more stuff about him, and he has ties yeah. to uh, to Miami. Yeah, he, uh, yeah, to like Coral Gables area. He he loves fishing. He he he's uh his he, his favorite thing to do in the office. He was always in Key West. He was a huge fisherman mm. and loved to fish out there. Um, I don't know about this. Ted Williams was Latino. Dennis, mm. that's a bold statement right there, bro. I uh I had no clue. See, this is why we need to have a movie. Yeah, it's it's stuff Easy. like this, bro. I'm telling you, seriously, Gus. I know I, I give you a lot of shit, and I tell you, oh, do this, do that, and all that stuff. But you know what? If you get a chance, look up some history on Ted Williams. It's a fast. He's seriously. He's like your dad. He's like the most interesting man. <laughs> yeah. He's he's got most interesting man stories and qualities mm-hmm. that are in, 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 incredible. I I love everything mm-hmm. that that guy did. I have a picture of him up here on the on the office now, by the way. But oh, his, right. his, I'm telling you, his, his stories are great. So, but yeah, bro, um, that anyway, 366, 49 home runs, 130 RBIs. And it, it's bananas, bro. Bananas. And that year, Mike Piazza came in second in the MVP voting. His stat uh-huh. line is insane, too. OK, he batted 362. So just a hair under had a little less RBIs, 124 and hit 40 home runs. You know, yeah. it's bro, it, it's crazy. And that Colorado. um that team that the the Rockies had that year, I'm looking uh-huh. at it right now. Hold on, they had Andres Galarraga was on that team. He hit 318 with 41 home runs and 140 RBIs. So he had the league in the lead in uh, RBIs for the season. And then they also had Vinny Castilla. That's an old school name right there. Um, shit, where did he go? Hold so on. Uh, so I'm looking at Ted Williams Wikipedia. He had 44. Oh, uh-huh. go ahead. Or 41. And, uh, and it says that his mom was Mexican American. Oh snap! Look at that, dude. All right, so we can we can claim him, right? We can claim Yo. Ted Williams. <laughs> Yo, it's legit. In, oh, look. In, the, in the what is it? In Dave Chappelle's racial draft. Yes, we claim, we claim Ted Williams. Number one pick. Yes, that guy. His mom was Mexican. <laughs> he was active. Yeah. Oh shit. Dude, wow, bro. Incredible. Yo, shout, shout out to Dennis for that nugget, bro. Yo, seriously, bro. Nice job, bro. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Dennis, you, you got to get the official way to come through. Yep, yep, yep. Because when I, when, I, when I read that, I was oh, like, shit. you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fergie. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm telling you, but fast, because if you really can, mm-hmm. if you can immerse, immerse yourself in some Ted Williams uh, stories, it's fascinating, bro, fascinating. I'll read uh, his entire Wikipedia. Bro, we, read his Wikipedia. Um, but yeah, okay, so that's what was going on. I, I enjoyed the movie, it was great. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to to what's next. Um, real quickly before we we sign out here, the let's touch base on what's happening real quick with baseball, which is they still haven't figured out this labor dispute. They're last week, the commissioner Rob Manfred, who I kind of like, I don't have a beef against him. Yeah, he's that Bud Selig, you know. Um, you feel that anybody's better than Bud Selig, yeah. To you, yeah. I do, I do. But Rob Manfred, I don't know, he's got like this weird way that he talks. I don't know, anyway. Um, <laughs> personal thing. But anyway, um, so Manfred came out last week at a news conference and said he unequivocally believes 100% that um, baseball will be back this season. 
Okay. Okay. And I don't have the exact quote because you know we're factually factual and we'll fact check shit. But he said mm-hmm. something along the lines where now he doesn't feel very uh, like baseball is going to wow. happen at all this season. Okay. Yeah. That's a big turnaround from one to the next. Mm-hmm. One to the next, and man, um, baseball, what's up, man? Fucking it up, bro. And it's it's getting to the point again. We, I, you and I, for the most part, we side with the players on this. Yeah. But it's getting to a point now where even if you sat on the players, you're not going to win, bro. You might win your own money, but at the expense of what? At the cost of what? Mm-hmm. You're going to alienate more fans. People are going to be upset. You know, they're not going to be – you're going to turn off more people than you're going to turn on to the game. Yeah. And if it gets it, – the new CBA, like we were talking about it, the, uh, the new CBA goes into effect after next season – or they have to they, they have to um you know work on a new one before mm-hmm. the start of 2022 yeah mm-hmm. so there's a serious issue right now that you can have all this negative fanfare because now nobody's looking at it like baseball's being missed because of the virus no we're no, missing baseball exactly. because of labor yep money exactly cuz hey, man all the What's other happening? leagues all the other leagues figured it out bro yeah, you know, NBA and MLS are playing in Orlando. Yeah. NASCAR started up. Yeah, um, a, a bunch of college football players have reported to campus. Yeah, Tom so. Brady he looked great in a Bucks uniform. I mean, yeah, that's debatable. <laughs> but it, it, but baseball is in a in a bad in a bad spot right now because if if there's no season this year, it's it's a labor issue. It's not a coronavirus issue. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's going to be only the second time that there's not going to be a World Series played. And this is a sport that, again, like we said, um, it, it, it's, it's, it's a sport that, fuck, bro, we survived world wars, man. Ted Williams was out there on a fucking bomber jet and the World Series was still being played. You know, not even a fucking world war could stop that stuff. And I, d- I did see this, what Dennis just put yeah. that. TBS <laughs> extended their Major League Baseball deal for $2 billion, bro. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? To to have exclusive rights to the playoffs. I think the NL, yeah. NL National League playoffs. But um, I mean, oh. come on. How much, how much of a money grab do you really need, man? You know. And like, it, it's 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 a bad it's a bad bad spot right now. Um, yeah. man, Daniel, if you're if you're still watching, I'd love to hear your take on this. Um, I'd love to see what you'd have to say about this. Uh, but yeah, I think um, it's. It's it's obviously we've, we we like we said it's not a virus thing anymore it's a labor yeah. thing if if this if we miss this season next season it's just going to be a bitter dispute a bitter fight no one's going to concede anything and you're going to continue to lose fans and this can get bro this can get very ugly and the sad part is man we're every day that we don't have a game is a is one less opportunity to see a guy like Vanilla Mike Trout go out there and, and you know jack up home runs or or my boy beautiful Bryce. You know, Bro. doing some shit that I haven't seen before. Like, we're, we're if, if, if they're not gonna if they're not gonna play, I want to see Mike Trout hit golf balls. Yeah, I saw the video. At you the, know what I mean? Top golf. At top yeah. golf. I want to see that. If you're not gonna play baseball, go hit some fucking golf balls. Yeah, <laughs> man. But go destroy some golf balls. Yeah, man. Give me something. Uh, Bryce is in the cage. I've been seeing that. He looks good, but mm-hmm. he got his hair long again. I think I gotta grow mine again. He's that just you should do it. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> But again, man, I'm I'm as a baseball fanatic and as a mm-hmm. lover of baseball, 
Yo, you're just turning off, man. You're turning off a lot of guys here, and I, yeah. I hate that it's it's gotten to this. But if if they're really you gonna what, these pennies, the, man, you know what, man? There's there's only so much uh, time and money that people can put towards their sports, and MLS is growing more and more every day. You know, it's more international than baseball. Like they they are flirting with. With pushing baseball out of the way, man. Oh, hey, bro. No, bro they, they, wait, 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 wait. There have been there, there, there are there are markets where their their MLS team averages more fans than their baseball team, dude. Okay, and and that might be true. You know, but I'm not saying it's gonna happen today, tomorrow, next year, but it's it, the gap is closing more and more every day, and baseball's not helping their cause, dude. I don't think you could disagree with that, man. And I think I think it's you know they're they're inching up a little closer to the NHL maybe but baseball is still America's pastime but yeah. fuck baseball when you're when fuck. you're running a race when you're running a race are you looking at the person in front of you or are you looking at that first place motherfucker if you're in fifth place you you still want to win that race you don't I don't want I want to pass the fourth place guy no you want to win you the gotta race. pass the fourth place guy to get the first that's all I'm saying you know oh. one at a time here wishful thinking I get it but baseball is still baseball. Um, and, and, and not and right it, now, it isn't. I know, and it hurts, man. Fuck, yo, we had all this peace for so long, and mm -hmm. this thing is just snowballed into a monster. Yeah. And uh, it, that's that's all it is. Baseball's in a shitty place. They're fucking it up. We're not going to get any fans. And I, I'm telling you right now, my if I had to put a percentage... You know what, Gus? Let's play the game. Give me a percentage. Okay. Give me a percentage. And if you guys want to chime in on the chat, if you're still watching, if um you guys want to chime in, Give me a percentage of the likelihood that baseball resumes this year. I want to know what's your – give me your percentage here on what's the likelihood that baseball will resume this season. What do you got, Gus, for me? I'm going to put it at 20%. Generous. 20%. Okay. 20 – are you uh, – is it – let me dive, dive a little deeper into the stats because that's what I do. I dive <laughs> deeper. Deep dive deeper into the stats. Um, is it a 20% trending up or 20% trending down? Oh, down. Down? So so yeah. today's 20. Could it be tomorrow's 19? Could be. Okay. Yep. I will I will rate mine at a solid 0%, bro. 0%. You know why I gave it 20%? Because of that $2 billion deal. It's because there's That's money involved. I'm giving it 0%. I think the $2 billion deal... The, the the deal is not going to happen. They're not going to have any money if they don't have playoffs because the deal is contingent on playoffs. Yeah, and that's why they're and going if, to make sure. Yeah, I, but I, don't, I don't think they're going to be able to do that's it. That's money that's going to line the owners' pockets, and that's mm -hmm. I think that's more of a contention now for the players to say, "Fuck it, you're going to get your two billion. We still want ours." That's just me. Well, I think the owners would rather give up a little bit than lose everything. You know. Yeah, I'll give you. You know yeah. what? I'll give it zero percent. Trending even. <laughs> Just even. Well, you can't trend down from 0%, Edwin. Oh, I could go negative. No, yeah. you can't. Yeah, sure I can. There's, there's no such thing. You make the rules here, bro? Come on. Come yeah, on. math. Math makes the rules. Fuck math. Math is overrated. I give you 0% trending down, okay? No, I'll give you 0% <laughs> trending even. I'm not I'm not putting this up. Hopefully, maybe by my Friday when we do our, our happy hour episode, we'll have... um. We'll have an update and something new, you know. 
Yeah. We'll see. In the meantime, if you, uh, for those of you that are are, are still watching and still, you know, uh, holding that hope for MLB, um, check out uh, Gabe's latest article. If um, if you're unfamiliar to who the Marlins drafted, you know they had uh, was it six picks, five. Uh, you have a what? bunch of baseball fans doing this right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll do. I'll do it like this. If uh, if you want to see the uh, who the Marlins drafted, the five they drafted six pitchers. Okay. Um, if uh, if you want to learn a little bit more about them, Gabe wrote a really nice piece, um, giving you a little insight on them, where they come from. Shout out to Gabe Gabe Garcia, our baseball writer. Hey, bro. So mm-hmm. check it out, lemoncitylive.com. Um, also. In there, I, I, I there's a tweet in the article there. Yo, University of Southern California, USC, right? Yeah. We drafted one of their guys. Like, <laughs> bro, we were – and they put congratulations to the guy. And obviously, this had to have been an intern or something that yeah. is new. Or they don't really invest much in the social media department for the USC baseball team. Um, but whoever it was put a picture of the guy who got drafted. It said, congrats, best luck, drafted by the Marlins. Uh, fifth round or whatever it was, but then put the old Marlins logo, not even the Florida Marlins. Yeah. They put that ugly Miami Marlins Art Deco logo in the in the tweet. And the Marlins have been the Miami Marlins now for uh, at least we've had this uniform now for over a year. Like, is it, was this is this season the third season? No, no, no. This is, a, is the second season. Season with the new uniforms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Last season. Rebranding. Yeah. But like, yo, how are you? Who are you that you're using the, the wrong fucking outdated logo and shit? You know, like it's yeah. man. And how is that tweet still up and they haven't deleted it and fixed it? That just that shows you, you know, like man, this is what we're dealing with, you know. Yeah. But um, oh, we got some some baseball fans here. Go Marlins, rebuilding year number three. Absolutely. <laughs> I think it's year number three and rebuild number seven, maybe that we've done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's not the first time we're we're used to this, but uh, hopefully it'll get better. Um, all pitchers. All pitchers, yeah, it was great, and I'm I'm totally cool with that. I was talking yeah. to Gabe after the draft, and I said, "Yeah, bro, pitchers is the is is the hardest thing to get on, you know, to to really hit on." Exactly. And fuck it, take five, six pitchers. If you hit on one or two, great, you know. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. You can you can try and fill holes the other way. So yeah. good for them, and I, I I hope bro, I hope the Marlins can figure it out, and I hope we get some resolution. Hopefully by Friday we'll uh we'll have some good news to report. But other than that, Gus, I think um I think it's time to. Let's send everybody home. What do you think? Let's go, bro. All right. So, guys, thank you so much for watching. I love you. Uh, and uh, wait. Oh, yeah. Lemon City Live. It's, it says it right there. Follow us on or follow us on Twitter. And, and Gus, mm-hmm. point at the Instagram. Right there. Right there. Go follow. Do those things, man. Give us a like, a, a share, a, a comment. We, we love all that stuff. Um, oh, yeah. we got, look at this. We already got a uh, no, Danny. Appreciate it. Look, we got some input already. Danny says the uh, first round pick, I believe, is already a second ranked prospect. Yeah, uh, it's he, he's a stud, man. Throws like 100 miles an hour. He's like six feet tall. Yeah, Small I like guy, it. Man, with a lot of pop. Um, and a devastating changeup, too. So good for him. Uh, I look forward to seeing him. I minute. respect the changeup. I respect. <laughs> All right, guys, tune in Friday. Follow us, like us, and 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 check out the Daily Lemonade Sports Group. And we're gonna be posting that up real shortly. By tomorrow, it should be up there. We'll have the poll for you guys to start contributing what you want us to talk about on Friday. Okay. Other than that, guys, it's been a pleasure. Love you guys. Be good. Good night. Stay safe. Wash your hands, and uh, we'll see you Friday. Fun, guys. Ah!
wrote a song about it. Like the kid, here go. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City. La, 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 la. I'm always happy to jump on with uh, my favorite Lemonheads. 